Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Have an ultimate outcome, if you get what I mean. Because if we're just doing things for the sake of it, why are we actually really doing it? The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the What's Eating You podcast. Welcome to Freestyle Friday, where I have absolutely no script, no aims, no goals of this podcast. So unlike me, but I share an impulsive and pressing thing that has happened in the week that I think we can all learn from, including my Self. So in today's episode on Freestyle Friday, I'm going to talk about how to turn a shitty morning into a great day because a shitty morning doesn't have to be a crappy day. It doesn't have to mean your whole day is ruined. It doesn't have to mean that you have to be in a negative state all day. And don't get me wrong. I understand that some messed up days can't be unmessed and it's just a crappy day and that's what it is. But I'm here to show you how it doesn't have to be that way if you want to turn it around. This comes from personal experience. Let me take you back. Last night, my partner said, I'm going to go for a run tomorrow. Do you want to come? And he's always so considerate, always asks me if I want to do the things. And I feel so good after we do it because all I wanted my whole life was a partner who encouraged me to be better, who took me to that next level. I literally said, God, the universe, whoever you speak to, please send me a man that wakes up early and just says, hey, babe, let's go for a run. I got exactly what I asked for. So be careful what you wish for because it may happen. But now that I have it, there is a part of me that's resistant. And I think it comes from old residual eating disorder brain. Okay. Now, my friend actually named this hangover the hangover from your eating disorder, or it could be the hangover from your depression or the hangover from a certain 
issue you went through in your life while you have quote unquote fully recovered, whilst you are living your best life, whilst you are getting on with things every now and then it can be triggered and you've got these residual symptoms. So a bit of context. I am obviously living what I consider my best life. I feel very happy. I feel very aligned, but look, there's so much work to do. There's so much I want to achieve and go and all of that, but I'm I'm really happy with what I have right now. I feel very blessed and very lucky. And I've overcome an eating disorder. Many of you who watch this know, but it's not to say that there aren't little residual triggers that come up from time to time. And I think it's especially noticeable when you think of eating disorders or disordered eating on a spectrum. Okay. So you've got your eating disorders on one end of the spectrum, and then you've got accept your cellular, accept your roles on the other end of the spectrum, which I think it's great. Health at all sizes, acceptance, love, support, etc. Now for me, let's put the eating disorder aside. I've always been a highly driven, motivated person, probably not so much in my thirties, but in my twenties, I just went ham, right? I would study extensively. I would open businesses. This started as young as five years old. My parents had a store at Queen Victoria Market. And as a little five-year-old, they used to take me to the market. I used to sit under the tables. I talked to customers and I even started my own little hustle of going to get uh, coffee and delivering it. And then storeholders would tip me. And I was like, oh, this is such a great idea. So I've always had an entrepreneurial mindset. I've had little mini businesses over the years. Uh, I used to have something called Sushi Star and me and my um, Asian bestie, we made sushi. We had one gig and that's where it ended. Um, but I've always had these like little mini projects or anyways, the point of the story is I've always been driven. I've always been motivated. I've always been, what's that next level? Like let's achieve success. And not because it's all about achieving success, but for me, if I'm doing something in my life, I want it to be meaningful and purposeful and have an ultimate outcome, if you get what I mean. Because if we're just doing things for the sake of it, why are we actually really doing it? So for me, obviously overcoming an eating disorder, I've achieved a really healthy relationship with food. I've achieved a balance. I've achieved, I can eat what I want. I don't feel guilty. I have a balanced exercise regime where maybe I train most days of the week, but I have days off and I don't feel guilty about it. Now, In my head, I was thinking, oh, Wednesday is our rest day. We're not going to exercise. But then my partner decided to say, you know what? I think I'm going to go for a run tomorrow. And straight away, a part of my eating disorder brain or residual eating disorder was thinking, oh gosh, should I go for a run? A run really makes me feel good. I love running with him. Then the other part of me is like, it's so hard. You don't need to put yourself through this step. You live a life of balance. You choose when to run. You don't have to run just because other people say you run. And I found this world of food freedom, this world of eating disorders, it's really hard to strike the balance. And one of my good friends I saw this week, she had overcome an eating disorder herself and and promotes such a great relationship with food. And she said to me, she goes, I just can't bring myself to drink a full sugared Coke. And I said, but do you know what? Even without an eating disorder history, do you want to drink a can of full sugar coke. I don't think that's particularly helpful in any way. I understand pushing against eating disorder culture and wanting to push the barriers, but I don't think there's anything wrong if you choose to eat a salad or if you choose to have a diet coke because that makes you 
feel better or that makes you feel you know, a little bit more balanced because you do live a healthy lifestyle. A lot of people who've been through eating disorders do enjoy health. So it's a really interesting dynamic and conversation. For example, people will say, oh, macro counting and calorie counting, that's disordered. But a lot of people would say, well, that healed my eating disorder because it actually allowed me to realize I'm eating way too little carbohydrates. And that was actually really healing for me. Someone introduced me to macro counting a very long time ago, and it was very healing because it actually proved in the numbers I was under eating because it doesn't matter how much someone tells you, hey, you're under eating or you're not having enough to grow. Your brain doesn't care, but an eating disorder brain can be very analytical. It's very numbers-based. It looks at the weight. It looks at that. And when you're actually physically seeing, I can eat this amount of carbohydrates and maintain or lose or whatever it might be, can actually be very nourishing. But I do agree there is a spectrum. And I do believe that macro and counting calories can serve a purpose in a particular season. But for other people, it can be very triggering and not the right season to use that strategy. So just know what one fitness trainer says may not apply to you, and you don't have to feel pressured to do that. Back to the point of my story. My partner wanted to go for a run. He went for a run. He came home. I had just woken up, right? Another thing, I love waking up early because of how it makes me feel, but the process of doing it is arduous and kills me inside on most days, okay? I get eight hours of sleep a night. I have incredible sleep. I'm super blessed for that. And I wake up at six on most days and get out of bed, whatever. Some days it's 6.30, some days it's 4.30 when I do my coaching on the weekend. So I feel I've missed out when he comes home. Part of me is like, oh my gosh, he went for a run. You should have gone. You're settling. You're not living up your expectations. You're not reaching that next level of greatness you want to reach. Then the the other part of me is it's okay, Steph. You don't need to go for a run. It's okay to feel balance. It's okay to sleep in. It's okay to do that. So I think a lot of people listening to this can relate to that battle of who they want to be, who they are, and essentially what triggers them. And then what happened was I was in back and forth contact email with a um, potential partnership. And my partner just gave me his opinion overall. And the thing is, I agree with this opinion. I agree that having a manager can look more professional, et cetera, et cetera. But in that moment, I obviously didn't have a manager, et cetera. So I thought he was attacking me. And this is a very Pisces crisis. If you're a Pisces listening to this, or you know someone who's a Pisces, we always feel we're being attacked. So warning. And then I just noticed all my vulnerabilities. So waking up, not as early as part of me would like, missing that run, not being sure if I should exercise that whole internal battle, set my vulnerabilities up. So I was ready. I was ready to fight, right? I had it in me. And I want you to notice that these moments of being triggered, these shitty mornings, these shitty moments don't have to dictate your day. And I thought, what would Steph do, right? Steph likes exercise. Steph enjoys running. If I am exhausted and so tired and my body hurts, I won't go for a run. But I actually felt good today. I'm like, you know what? I've had my coffee. I've posted on social media. It's a beautiful day. 
why don't I go out? I don't have to force myself to do six kilometers. I don't have to force myself to do a particular run in a particular time. Get out and do it and see how you feel. If you feel awful, don't do it. But you want to do this. You actually want to. And I feel sometimes part of us want to do things, but then that, I don't know, that strive to be balanced or that strive to be healthy or free from food kind of pulls you back. It's the opposite effect. Sometimes I think, oh my gosh, I need to eat this chocolate on social media to show that you can eat chocolate and be okay. But then part of me is saying, just eat the chocolate. It's okay. So it actually can go the other way where you feel so compelled to be free. You feel so compelled to find a healthy relationship that it can actually impact you the other way. So it is a delicate balance. So what I did was I went out and I ran 4Ks and it felt good. It felt easy. I didn't push myself. I just did it because I knew it was going to make me feel better because I said, Steph, how can you change your state? And the quickest way to change your state is through doing something physical. And the other thing that got me was I didn't have a lot of structure for my morning. I usually have certain things booked in. I looked at my calendar and my first official appointment is three o'clock. And that's gives me anxiety because I'm, oh my God, I've got to make the most of the morning. I've got to make the most of the day. When in actual fact, I really don't need to. But I came home and I felt really good. I thought, oh, I'm going to talk about this. This is a good episode. And here I am. And here I am recording a podcast. The house is quiet and it's the perfect time. So if you're someone who is prone to letting a crappy morning control your day, here is what you need to know. Number one, remind yourself, a crappy morning is enough to be a crappy day. Two, what is it that's bothering you? Why do you think this is a bad morning? To be honest, nothing even happened to me. I had an amazing morning. I went for a walk with my partner and the dog. I posted on social media. I had eight hours sleep. I chose to get triggered by something because I don't know, maybe I just wanted to. I self-imposed this shitty perception on myself. So you have to step back and actually notice and analyze yourself. And this is where the work happens. To do the work, you've got to do the work. You've got to step out of your shittiness. And if it's hard, go do something physical because when I ran, I was obviously getting dopamine. I was getting serotonin. I was feeling good. And when I came home, I was in a better state to step back and reflect. Whereas when you're in anger, fight or flight, defensiveness, a negative, unhelpful coping mode, it's really challenging to analytically view your behavior and dissect it. So if you're feeling shitty, Go do something that's going to make you feel good in that moment or bring you to a level where you can actively engage and work on your mindset. The second thing is ask yourself, what was triggered in me this morning? What was it? And for me, I think it's I've got what I've always wanted. I've got this amazing person in my life that is considerate, is kind, and he couldn't give a damn if I went for a run. He couldn't give a damn what I did. But then there's this resistant part of me that wants to say no because I want to have health and balance because I'm scared. You know, I don't know. Is it eating disorder behavior? Is it balance? But put the eating disorder aside. This is who I am. I like exercise. I like getting outside. I love being pushed to my limit because that makes me feel 
good. Where did this come from? I worked very hard in my 20s. I ran myself into the ground. Yeah, I was constantly, I was running businesses. I was studying full time. Back, back, back when I had my eating disorder, I was taking so much caffeine. I honestly reckon I burnt my adrenals to the death. And part of me is so resistant to anything that might reactivate that, that might reactivate that fatigue, that might reactivate that exhaustion. But I'm in a different place now. And I'm in a different place where if I am tired or exhausted, I can tolerate it a lot better. Probably not the best. I really struggle to tolerate tiredness. But that's not me anymore. And I'm not scared. And the only way I'm going to know is if I do the things that are challenging. It's almost like I challenged myself so hard that part of me is afraid of challenge because of what it might do to me. Wow, this is deep. This is therapy for me. Anyways, after you've recognized it, after you've journaled, and I did journal too, ask yourself, when I go to bed tonight, what type of day do I need to have to feel satisfied, proud, fulfilled, happy, whatever it might be? And honestly, for me, it was move my body, get on the podcast, send a couple of emails, and forgive myself, let go. That's right. The other thing that happened was. I just have this thing where I don't put petrol in cars. So I don't own a car now because I don't, <laughs> I don't deserve one. Nah. I, my dad always used to give me grief about this. Fill up your car with petrol. Don't let it run. And I actually did in the past. I've run out of petrol a few times. I was driving my partner's car the other day and just didn't fill it up. I wanted to get home. I was hungry. I couldn't be bothered. And on the Gold Coast, there's literally two petrol stations on the highway. And I told him, I'm really sorry, but I think the car's about to die. The poor bloke had to push the car 100 metres to get to the petrol station today. He needed help. He was running late. He was going to Brisbane. I feel awful and terrible. But you know what I did? I didn't get defensive. I owned it. And I said, that's messed up, bro. I need to change. I would never do that again. I am so sorry that. I inconvenienced you because I didn't stop for five minutes to put petrol the other day. So own your stuff, especially when it comes to relationships. Own it. Take responsibility. Don't be defensive. Defensiveness is not attractive and it's not useful in an adaptive way. It may be a way of coping because when you're defensive, people don't come near your vulnerability, but it's maladaptive. I've gone off topic, but that's okay. I feel like this is all really good golden nuggets. If you enjoy Freestyle Fridays, please let me know. Let me know on Instagram. It's a new segment I'm currently doing. So now I'm going to record the podcast. I'm going to send emails. I'm going to do what makes me feel good and alive. And I'm going to learn from this morning's experience. I'm going to create a lesson out of it. So the lesson today is if you're feeling crappy, you can turn it around. Change your state physically. Change your state emotionally. Remind yourself. Investigate why you are feeling shitty and do something about it. If you can't change it, 
change the way you think about it, right? Because life doesn't change unless you change something and it can require a good hard look in the mirror. Because today I had to call myself out on my own crappy behavior, I'll say. And everything's fine. Everything's good. I said to my partner, thank you. Thank you for encouraging me to always be a better version and never pushing me. I made the decision to go for a, a run today. And I feel really good about that. I'm glad I did it because this is who I am. It's what I enjoy. And if I came back and thought that was awful, never doing it again, at least I tried. And I'm not trying to convince myself of who I truly am and what I like and what I want. If you enjoyed this episode, you know what to do. Leave a rating on Spotify. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Happy, happy Friday. I hope you enjoyed this. Have the best weekend and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.